0: We'll move on. We've lots more to discuss. So the next one we're going to talk about is um, the Saints at the Eagles, and um, this is a this is one I actually didn't see. So I'm gonna I'm gonna turn to uh, to column on this one. But I know the Eagles have been charging ahead for a while here. But how did it go yesterday, and what was your take on it?
1: Well, we talked, I suppose, Calla about the fact that um, Lee. I I was feeling that Lane Johnson being out was a huge problem, and. Also, I think Jalen Hurts, uh, his MVP campaign has nearly benefited from the past two weeks because anyone who had any uh, idea that you could slot anybody in to the Eagles set up and they would have success. Well, Gardner Minshew may have had a nice pass to A.J. Brown yesterday, um, but that was about if the Eagles stuttered and sputtered on offense, they, were, they just could not get anything going. And the Saints love to play spoilers when they get the opportunity. Cam Jordan was at his wrecking ball best, three sacks, and... Um, you know, the, the Saints defense ha, can be very good, um, has been very good at times this year, maybe not lived up to quite its billing, but ultimately on offense is where they have struggled. Um, I think they have a, a, is it a, I think Jeff, Jeff Duncan tweeted a zero or a 0.09%, so a less than 1% um, chance of making. the the playoffs. Technically, they they could if every single thing fell into place. But for them, I think it's about trying to figure out the QB position, trying to figure out if Dennis Allen um, is the, the answer and what compensation ultimately they might get for Sean Payton and for whom. For the Eagles, it's all about trying to win next week against the Giants.
0: Indeed, Technic- technically, right? Technically, we could win the Euro Millions if we get the right numbers this year, right, Colum? Um, Okay, Christina, what about you? What was your take on that one, the the, 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 the the Saints and Eagles?
2: Wow, I was just blown away completely, but it just goes to show as well how Marshawn Lattimore is actually crucial as well to the Saints team. You know, he's been out with an abdom- abdominal injury, I can't even say the word, and he really came back with a bang yesterday for sure. You know, Minshew had interceptions, he had yards, touchdowns in the fourth quarter. I just don't think the Eagles were able to gel yesterday. I think they were blindsided as well. I really think they came out into that pitch going, we're going to do it. This is what we've been doing the whole way through the season. But that's not what happened. The Saints really came out and wowed us all. I have a mini Saints fan inside and she was even shocked when we were going through the game today. She was actually shocked. Um, so, you know, it, it's just one of those things. The Eagles will keep flying, but will they be able to go up against the Giants next week unless Jalen Hurts comes back properly and he's completely okay? I don't think so. And we need to be very careful when we're talking about the Eagles because we must remember the Eagles are completely full of injuries. A lot of their teams are all injured and they're going to have to bring back their their greatest players to be able to get through the Giants next week and then to be able to go into the playoffs. Are you going to risk Jalen Hurts for that? Are you going to be able to go up against the Giants? And it just it it kind of screams to me what type of team is the Giants going to put out next week as well?
0: Indeed, the Eagles will keep flying, but perhaps the Saints will fall. And we know what happens to Saints who fall. All right. Um, Indeed. So let's move on then to the Colts at the Giants. Uh, Brian, smiling. I see his his bar. Is it a Barkley jersey you have up there behind you, Brian? Uh, I'm very very chuffed, Jar too.
3: Um, I know you did. (laughs) I thought. I thought it. uh, It's it's a playoff, Saquon Barrett. Okay,
0: very good, obviously, and uh, that's uh, that's what they did secure their place in the playoffs. Uh, So 38-10 victory. So uh, let's let's maybe go straight to you, Brian, and and talk us through. You were you actually watched this one over the Woolshed yesterday here in
3: Dublin. I did. I did. It was a bit surreal watching the Giants game where they're winning so comfortably because that's not what Giants fans are used to. I think, it's the most, I think it was the first time in something like five or six years they had such a dominant win um i said on the show thursday that i didn't think they would get caught up get caught up in terms of the emotion of the occasion i thought brian dave would have them uh laser focus for this game and, and it pretty much played out as as i expected i mean the opening quarter was a bit scrappy but 24 unanswered points in the second second quarter i mean the joints have been struggling to put 24 points and, most games throughout the course of the season, all of their wins have been very close scores around the 19, 20 marks, so or to put, or 24 points. And there's a few players yesterday that were have big games, and, and no more than the quarterback Daniel Jones, who looks like now is going to get the contract in which he, he probably deserves after the season in which he's had 91 yards r- rushing, two touchdowns, 177 yards, and two strong touchdowns. Like, in fairness, they're playing against a very poor Colts team that, you know, it was very evident come second quarter that these guys are already thinking about their holiday, but. They did what he had to do, and for Giants fans who've been waiting a long time to see them back in the playoffs, it was it was a great feeling last night, and uh, it was also very good to be in the bullshit, because there was quite a number of Giants fans enjoying the occasion. But look, um, they're in. It's a bit weird to be in with a game to spare, and obviously this game against the Eagles on Sunday. Brian Dable today said he will do what's best for the team, so he's going to keep his cards close to the chest, and who would have thought that the Giants would be going in with nothing to play for, and it'd be the Eagles, three or four weeks ago, everybody would have thought... The, the Eagles will be resting up, the Giants will have to win that game to get into the playoffs. It's actually gone full circle now with the risk of the Eagles potentially losing out on that number one see it. So it makes for an interesting game on Sunday. But I'd imagine, bearing in mind, the Giants are going to play the likelihood. Being the Vikings the following week, I think you'll see a lot of players rested come Sunday. Fair enough.
0: Well, uh, remain happy for now. You never know what could happen next. Uh, Mark, what's what's your takeaway from that particular game?
4: Um, two main things down out, Kelly. Um, first of all, it looked in the first few minutes, it was going to be a very nervous night for the Giants. Uh, the Colts put a drive together. They stopped the Giants, I think, on their first drive. And um, I, was, I was feeling for Brian and feeling that the, the nerves might have been increasing gradually in that regard. And then they illustrated in all different facets just how and why they're actually back in the playoffs. Their defense stood up. Uh, got turnovers, caused hell for that Colts offense. Daniel Jones, as we've said, you know, he's not necessarily going to win you a game on his own, but last night was probably, Brian, I don't know, you know better, but seemed like his best game as a Giant ever. Multiple touchdowns passing, multiple touchdowns receiving, stood up and made the plays when he needed to. And receivers from all over the place were making plays for them. There were no drops. They were, they were getting open. Uh, and Jones was delivering strikes. And it was very clear, like, by the end of the second quarter, the game was over. Um, they put the pedal on the medal, uh, and the rest was a bit of a coronation. Um, on the fourth side, who wants that Indianapolis job? Seriously, who in their right bloody minds would want it? Um, you know, we, we, loved, we laughed and criticized the Jeff Saturday appointment when it happened. He then won his first game and made us all... Kind of uh, try to eat a bit of humble pie. They they then play very competitively in the next game. In the last two and a half games, uh, they've been appalling. Ever since that, uh, they were thirty three up against the Vikings. It has just been a calamity. They talk about Jim Harbor, you know, going back to the Colts because he used to quarterback there at one point. Why, why would he want to? I mean, you just right with the vacancy of the Broncos. The Walmart money checkbook is open. Um, And you've probably got more to play with there with a really dominant defense than you have in the Colts. They've not fixed the quarterback position in five years. Um, Ever since Andrew Luck retired, it's just been a cycle of old retread veteran quarterbacks and everything. I mean, God, I'm surprised they're not looking for Tom Brady to go there in age 46 year. Kind of fits the bill a little bit. He's probably actually too talented to go there, to be absolutely honest, in terms of what they've turned out. I genuinely thought actually Matt Ryan was a good pickup at the start of the season, and they've treated him with with even less respect than the Falcons, which is saying something. Um, Jim Irsay is a lunatic, uh, and I think that's putting it mildly. Um, it, It is just horrific. It has been a car crash of all car crashes this year. And it's been perpetuated by some dreadful defeats in the last few weeks. But they're, you know, in the trash uh, at the moment uh, and need to fix a lot of things. We should be more focusing on and lording the Giants. Brian, um, six years, far too long for you to be out of the playoffs. I know I can't wait to hear the playoff predictions as to how you're going to transpose all this into a Super Bowl victory as you have done for your last two come from wild card slot with the Giants but uh fair play to the Giants and God love uh fans of the Indianapolis Colts
3: Calum, sorry quick
4: one. oh
0: Brian um, you, ha- you can't let that go what, what do you want to say there
3: no whatever Super Bowl runs America what I would say is I'll tell you we'll give the Vikings a very good game come that wild card game we only lost there to a 61 yard field goal last week in a game which we had three critical errors I would oh. I don't oh, doubt
4: that one brian it's a three you have to win after that though that's, more, that's, more, that's one at a time future.
3: let's just focus on the uh, Sunday. Week. here you
0: know what the Panthers <sighs> nearly made the playoffs so anything can happen all right uh we'll uh we'll break maybe for a few comments if there's any coming in brian do you want to flash those up and just a reminder to folks yeah, please do share your comments uh if you want to talk about humble pie which has been a big theme tonight or indeed any of the games or any of the players uh uh, uh brian take it away
3: there's plenty of stuff in tonight so a lot of uh wishes for a happy new new year. Um, Fred is in around the Cowboys in the fifth seed. Um, obviously, we just touched on earlier they're going to play against the Bucks, And you know, was still be the road team, you would expect them to be the favourites for that game. Bearing in mind um, how how the Bucks played yesterday. Uh, Steelers oh. there's a massive soldier last night, or referring to the charges. I think we're going to come to the Steelers game later on. Obviously, a big win against the Ravens on Sunday night football um brian is a happy man not a, not a well wishes for me, to, for me well, well
4: hold on brian one thing on the cowboys can't the cowboys
3: still make the first seed? of course we're assuming we are assuming that the eagles are going to win on sunday that may not
4: be the case what i mean the cowboys should be still looking at division titles still potentially i think they can still make number one seed actually as well but they can win the division still at least definitely yeah they would need a fortune
3: owners to slip up to get to the number seat yeah that's that's all for the time being okay. we'll come timing. Okay,
4: that's
0: great. We'll keep the comments coming in, everyone. All right, we're going to go quick fire through uh, a couple of these, and maybe I'll just open the floor on each. And if uh, if anyone has anything particular they want to say about it, uh, jump in. So I'm going to start with the Chargers, who had a pretty easy win against the Rams. So the battle of Los Angeles, where American football is huge and Hollywood is nothing. Uh, anyone want to talk about that one? Thirty-one ten. No. Not a one of you couldn't care less. It's completely pointless, just like the LA fans think it is.
4: I uh, know, Cal- Calais, Big, big win for the Chargers in terms of continuing. They still have designs on upping their standing in terms of the wild card slots as well. Um, with the Ravens um, losing to the Steelers, that that helps them significantly. So they would much rather go into Jacksonville or uh, Tennessee. Uh, as opposed to uh, a slot of one of the hotter teams, shall we say, in the AFC. that will be a better wildcard path for them. So it is important for that regard. However, I will just share this tidbit. Uh, Peter King, Football More in America, must read as always. But he did share that out of the 100 top TV markets in the US, 98 of them were watching the Vikings Packers in that late night window on cable. Uh, only San Diego and downtown LA were blocked uh, with the uh, with the Chargers game and uh, Rams game. It, you know, you wouldn't have believed it. A local rivalry featuring the defending Super Bowl champions late in the season, both, temp, you know, kind of highly touted to be going for their division titles and really not a whole lot on the line. You also wouldn't believe Baker Mayfield would be playing quarterback for one of them either, but that's... Uh, that's a totally different
0: discussion, yes. But indeed... Yeah. Um perhaps lots of people were stuck in the cinema watching Avatar, which is three hours plus, I might add. It's a long time to watch cartoons. Um okay, uh, so let's go for the next one. Falcons uh taking a late win there against the Cardinals. Pretty close one, actually,
3: 2019.
0: Any thoughts on that one, team? Uh Christina or Brian?
3: for the Falcons it'll be a season of what is. I mean, there's so many games this year that they've They've had a great opportunity to win, and they've let slip. i was thinking last night of the one in Washington that they lost, and obviously last week against the Ravens, and it, it kind of went a different way this week. It, you know, they didn't need it for for large parts of this game. It Looked like it was the one that the Cardinals were going to put put away and win, and they found a way to get over the line. It's look, it's a nothing game for both sides, but both sides are going to have a very intriguing offseason. Um, I'm not convinced uh, Cliff Kingsbury will remain as head coach of the Cardinals. The GM has obviously been absent. Um, now, for health reasons, which even that's been questioned by a number of people and a number of reporters, in in the Arizona area, and then obviously for the Falcons, like there's look, there's good potential with them. They've got some good players there. The head coach seems to have all the, you know, a good relationship with all the players. You saw during the season when he was opening cans of beer and drinking with them when they were having a little bit of a, a run. Um, they need to get the quarterback situation sorted, obviously. They're playing the rookie from last April now, but right now we're not sure whether he's is the long term solution. It'd be interesting to be interested, see what they do in the come the off season. It, it was okay, it's it's not really a game you really <laughs> anyone would would be uh, watching again or writing home about. Fair enough. um did you say he was
0: drinking cans of beer with the team? I did, I, or was I imagining? Yeah, it yeah, yeah,
3: he was. He, he was cracking a few open after after a big win earlier in the season. Yeah, oh, okay. uh, good, good, valiant nice. call to to help his relationship with the players. Yeah. It was it was quite good Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fair enough.
0: All right. Let's talk about the Jags blowing out the Texans, thirty-one-three. Uh, Colin, maybe you give it give us
1: thought on that one. Uh, Yeah, so again, the the Jags end yet another Hex in what has been a season for them doing that. And, excuse me, they will welcome the Titans uh, to Jacksonville with the division title on the line. And for the Titans, a team that hasn't won a game in December has never made the playoffs. Now, given I just talked about ending hexes maybe the titans can be the one to turn that around that will be interesting to see but certainly the jags have hit form at the right time and when you are pulling your starters uh, essentially uh, as soon as uh, you know they've kind of played the the first series after uh, half time that tells you just how uh, easy this was trevor lawrence looked Nigh on immaculate. His play was nearly as good as his hair uh, in that first half, and he um, is truly. I. I. I mean, by the end of this year, we could be genuinely talking about him being a top five uh, QB in this league. His ascendancy is uh, that that startling at this point um, the week 18 winning in uh, is going to be my watering and for the Texans uh, once again they uh, ha- have to figure out who they are what they're about because it doesn't appear to be playing football
0: indeed and Trevor Lawrence's luxuriant hair is surely the MVP. Every week, I think, column, you're on on to a winner there. Okay, um, maybe, Christina, I'll go to you for the last one in our rapid fire here. The Lions just uh, decimated the Bears 41-10. Talk to me about this and what, what it means.
2: It is crazy. The Lions last week, we were talking about them, and it really did look like they were nowhere near playoff standard. We really thought that after going up against Carolina Panthers, they really humbled them last week. But look what's after happening this week, for sure. It was the Lions' last home game. They really bounced back against a really poor Chicago. And I think that's something that we need to remember is that Chicago were very poor yesterday yesterday. And that the Lions, their offense looked unstoppable last night. They really and truly did, especially with Justin Fields having so many early struggles at the start of the game. I think what's really interesting is the Lions blitzed them at the start. The first quarter and a half, it was 28-point lead. You know, and Chicago were really shaking their heads, wondering how they were gonna come back away from that. I just think that their playoff spot, it's there they're playing against Packers, as we just found out on uh, next Sunday night. It's going to be the very late game for us um, going into Monday morning, but I think that's where their playoff spot stops, unless they can pull out a whopper what they've done this week and it needs to be all offense led.
0: Well, they have a good offense anyway, right? So maybe there's a chance. Okay, uh, great stuff. Well, listen, let's move on to uh, the Browns at the Commanders. So uh, 24-10, I think was the the final score here and uh well the commander season's over as far as i can tell um um but maybe let's 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 hear a little bit more because i i I don't exactly know how this this impacts other other areas Column, maybe give give us give us the thoughts on
1: on this brown's
0: commanders one
1: Well, this is essentially now all about the recriminations in Washington, and they started pretty much once the game ended yesterday. Uh, You heard the sideline reporter talk about in a strong organization, uh, there would be questions asked and whether they should clear everything out, but... Um, ultimately the feeling is Dan Schneider is waiting for the sale. The reason um, he's suggesting that there needs to be uh, questions asked is because Ron Rivera decided to roll the dice, talked about it uh, the other night, Riverboat Ron rolled the dice on Carson Wentz And my goodness, uh, he lost everything. Um, Disastrous performance um, from kind of start to finish. They never, ever got going against a Browns team who had nothing to play for. And really what... Kind of rub salt into the boons for everybody was the fact that afterwards in the press conference, Kala uh, R- Rivera didn't appear to know that they uh, could be eliminated yesterday. So a journalist asked a question about playing uh, the third choice QB next week, given uh, that they could be eliminated, and Rivera didn't appear to know. So, um, it, look, they talked about the commanders and the fact that um their their owner is a truly odious individual and the sooner he's out of the league uh, the better generally we like ron rivera but uh, he appeared to get just about everything that he could get wrong yesterday he got wrong
0: yeah well even even the great ones have bad days but perhaps several bad days also, I like that you started by saying there'll be recriminations in Washington, as if that's not a normal thing that happens there, or perhaps it isn't, depending on what kind of politics you follow. Um, okay, well, listen, uh, maybe you give us your take on it, Brian, as well. Is there anything else to add to that around Ron Rivera and the whole uh, stuff that happened?
3: No, I would double down on the Ron Rivera situation as well. He's thirty-three, 41 2 in his five years as head coach, and if it wasn't for the off-the-field situation around the ownership and potential sale of... The organization, I'd imagine, he would be, he would have lost his job, or certainly lose his job at the end of the season. That's five seasons in a row with a losing record, kind of masked by one year where he made the playoffs with a losing record. The year in which the Bucks went on to win the Super Bowl. Uh, look, he was getting clearly frustrated with with uh, Taylor Honey over the past few weeks in terms of the turnovers. He went back to Wentz, as Colin said, it was the last roll of the dice. Wentz had three turnovers yesterday, and uh, uh, Clowney, the Browns. Uh, Defensive end uh, said said yesterday after the press conference that within the group during the week they were delighted when they heard that Carson Wentz was playing the game. They knew they were going to win because they knew what they were going up against. And once you put pressure on Carson Wentz, inevitably he's going to show the ball wayward, and the interceptions will come. I'll be interested to see what they do this weekend. The Commanders, okay, the season's over for them. They've got a big game against the Cowboys. Cowboys will obviously have to win as Mark rightly called it a few minutes ago. And Sam Howell is a the quarterback they, they drafted last year. He's never got an opportunity this season. Maybe this will be the game in which they give him a chance, and maybe they should have went to him sooner, because you know maybe he would have been the better, <laughs> better solution throughout the course of the season. They're in there in quarterback hell, like there's so many teams in the league that are st- trying to find the right quarterback. But I mean Carson Wentz, they conned the Colts last year when he got traded there, and um, he they conned the Commanders. His his team did it again in terms of getting the trade there, because he's just I think his time in the NFL is. It's coming to a swift end in terms of him potentially being a starter anywhere else. Browns, Deshaun Watson, I would say, looked more comfortable yesterday. Looked like Deshaun Watson evolved. It's taken him a couple of weeks to get back into the swing of it. Having not played for the bones of two years, he certainly looked more um, dominant yesterday and certainly looked like the quarterback evolved when he was with the Texans.
0: Fair enough. Um, and I wonder, just you threw a thought to me there, quarterback hell. I wonder who lives in quarterback hell. Perhaps we could put that question out to uh, the comments. Who would? Who, who do you think lives in quarterback hell?